Hello and welcome to this next episode of 49 Plus. Being recorded on a relatively brief walk, at least part of it, this part of the of the episode. I don't believe this will be a full episode in its own right. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. This will either be a very short episode or I believe it will be a first part. I am out on a Saturday afternoon with Ziggy walking along again. It's actually a bit of the London Loop. In fact, I think the episode called London Loop was whilst walking along this same little part of said London Loop. However, this episode shall not be called London Loop or even London Loop 2. I don't know what it's going to be called yet. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Apart from, let's see what popples, popples up. Let's see what pops up into one's mind. Um, I've said I've, I'm recording this. A few moments, I would say probably about half an hour actually, after posting something on LinkedIn, which I've been thinking about doing for a while, as a very not-so-blatant attempt, or not-so-subtle attempt, uh, to find somebody with whom I can swap stickers. Now, there has been an early episode, actually, on this on this podcast, called, I think, Strickers, or From Stickers to Strickers or something like that, in which I mention somebody who had come up with the idea of sort of collecting stickers in the context of rather than football or other similar things. It was one that would promote strengths and strengths-based thinking and so on amongst the children. And they've been called strickers. Um, whereas the, the vast, you know, the big, the big organ, the big, what's the word, or industry around stickers, collecting stickers, is typically around football stickers. Which back in the day, even prior to, prior to stickers, previous to stickers, would have been football cards, I think maybe even cricket cards. I'm thinking of, I'm not sure if they were ever actually in proper cigarettes. They may well have been. Quite likely, weren't they? Sort of little cricket cricket player cards. Were they in real proper cigarette packets? Were they called cigarette cards? I think they weren't they cigarette cards with a little a little image of a cricket player. And definitely, they they kind of moved into. There's a point where I was a kid, so in the talk of the 1970s, where I think sort of kids' cigarettes. <laughs> yes, kids' cigarettes. Um, which weren't real cigarettes, they were, I don't know what, they were the little candy sticks, they probably now call them candy sticks, but they were billed as being little kind of kids' cigarettes, which were little white candy sticks with a little red end, who were misses, um, that you would pretend to smoke as a kid, but they were candy sticks basically, so they came in little packets as though they were in little cigarette packets, and I think in those you'd get little cigarette cards, or, or cards. Anyway, that, that was back then. They would very much in the 70s, 80s and beyond become football cards, collectible football cards. Ziggs, back this way now. Confusing him because I'm not going to a circular walk. It's kind of a out and about and back again. Um, which is surprising on London Loop. You'd thought it would be a circular walk, which it probably is in some kind of way. But the bit I'm just doing for shortly, not shortly, for a short period of time. I'm doing it right now, not shortly. I'm doing it right now. Is just a bit of a... Fresh air for him, getting him out. Got to get back and finish cooking the dinner. Um, but the football cards then also became football stickers. And I would say the one company... In fact, there's obviously several companies that produce this stuff. But the main company is Panini. 
I'm also aware there's another company called Merlin that make these stickers that are still very much, I think, competing. But I would say Panini. I always thought it was Paganini, but Panini. Yes, the same, the same name we give to toasted ciabatta-style sandwiches from Italy. I say that, Italy. Uh, panini, which I believe is plural, panino would be singular. It's just coincidence, I believe. It's Panini is the same name as the family or the company that create these sticker albums. While I'm mentioning all this, because moments ago I posted something onto LinkedIn where I was very aware that it was a, it's a business forum. Whenever somebody posts something on there which is overtly personal and Facebook-esque, as in just sharing something of mild interest to themselves, but not particularly relating to a business event or a, or something, a possibility of selling or whatever it might be, I just thought I'd go on there and say it's not a business post. Sorry, this is a business post. I'm basically want to give kudos to Panini, a, com- a publishing icon that's been going for years and years and years. Um, and it's definitely not an attempt for me to just find out who else out there has some swaps for stickers they want to swap with me. Because I've got to the point now with this Premier League 2021 uh, sticker album, which when I bought it, I thought, you know, felt like a good idea. And of course, that's the case with these things. You keep them buying stickers. 70p per pack with five stickers in. And increasingly, of course, you're getting stickers with, packed with, with swaps in. It's the, it's the part of the game. It's, it's a clever part of the marketing, you see. It's why these are publishing icons. Uh, and they've done it year upon year with every Premier League season, probably other divisions. I think it's a UEFA one as well, for the UEFA Champions League. Um, so at the point now where I want to keep buying more and more packets... Well, see, that is in itself a pleasant thing to do. I remember, I don't know what the particular context was, as in which, um, I think where I'm going here now, I can't remember which particular season it was, or whether it was even not, it probably would have been football, this one I'm thinking of. There's a certain birthday back in the day as a child where a significant part of my birthday present was X number of tickets, it wouldn't, uh, stickers. It wouldn't have been a significant part, but still, I remember myself and my friend, who I'll call Martin, for that was his name, I think we both received 10 packs of stickers, which is a... I don't know. How many years on, 40-odd years on, I'm remembering thinking, that was, a good, that was a memorable little... That was a good present, that was. That was part of that particular birthday. Don't remember what else was happening that year. It may have been the year we went to the Woodford Air Show for my birthday. <laughs> Back in the day, they had to maybe still have air shows like that. They probably do, but not at the moment during COVID. Anyway, getting sidetracked, stickers, important things. Yes to buying them. However, increasingly you're buying them and you're not able to fill your album because you have swaps. Now, I've got a whole little box full now of swaps that I need to work with somebody to swap on. This is the problem, you see, being a, a man of a certain age. I'm not in a position to go to a playground. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Zig! And start seeking potential swappies, swapsters. Now there are various websites you can go to, Mrs., where you can put in the ones that you wish to, that you've already got and that you need, and those can do it. But you're able to pay for that, and it kind of takes a bit of the fun, really, isn't it? You want to sort of be 
swapping and go, oh, what you got there? And you swap the, oh, I've got that one, swap you for that one. And you sort of agree. That's worth quite a lot, that one, isn't it? So you're worth it for this one. That's the fun you get from it. So I just thought I'd put out a post on the off chance that somebody there may be in a similar position. And I realise, of course, they may not be the person collecting it. Maybe their son, their daughter, their niece or nephew. They mainly pretend it's their niece or nephew because they're really the person collecting it themselves. Who knows? Maybe they are indeed as sad as I am. Anyway, we shall find out if that particular post gains any traction. We've had a few likes already. But I'm heading now back to the car. This will be the first part of this episode. I must remember what I talk about here. It's going to be stickers. And we'll see if we can report back on whether or not anything's happening. As I put it out into the universe, who wants to swap some stickers with me? Anyway, end of that part, heading back home now, via the shop to get some veg and carry on the cooking. Pausing for now. Bye. And hello again. Welcome to part two. So it's now the day after, which means it is Easter Day. So happy Easter for those that celebrate Easter, which seems to be in the UK. That's most of us. Is it? I don't know. Or many of us, whether or not we are religious, whether or not we are Christian, we shall do the age-old celebration of Easter by eating chocolate eggs. So hopefully you've all got your chocolate eggs and you've enjoyed them. Um, so, yeah, a day later, just going to see if I can pick up anything to do with the stickers side of things and then we'll let that one go because not much to report there as such, apart from the post was made on LinkedIn it had some early interest, a few, um, a few likes, as they say, on these, uh, uh, some choices here now, I'm going to go this way, um, a few likes, I thought well, maybe it's going to get a bit more interest, and one person might respond saying, yes, I have some swaps, I have some swaps of those kinds of stickers that I'd like to swap, but no, not yet, so we shall see, we shall see if it gets picked up. Today is, uh, I say, Easter Sunday, so it's been a lazy morning. In fact, what has been particularly effective these last few days, Rachel has bought space masks. That's right, space masks, space masks. So not face masks. These are ones which effectively are eye masks, but very neat they are because you take them out of the packet so that uh, they're disposable, I guess. You, don't, you can't reuse them. Um, and uh, you, um, sorry, I'm just getting distracted by where I am at the moment, just seeing what's over there, okay. Uh, so you put them on your eyes. So what you think about the packet, put them on your eyes, but within seconds, I think it was saying there's some iron powder or something inside of it, inside the bit which reacts with the oxygen, which means it just warms up slightly. So you get about 15, 20 minutes of a warmed eye mask on your eyes. So the last few days, or a couple of days we've done this on a, of a morning, uh, playing some nice ambient music, and when you think you're going to have like a 15, 20-minute lie down and just relaxation, next thing you know, an hour and a half has passed and you've fallen asleep, and it's uh, this warm thing over your face. It's lovely. So we had that. That was a bit this morning. Um, and then followed that with cutting the grass, or the grass, but it's the grass, uh, both front and back, and then we shall be having some kind of Easter meal this afternoon. So I thought in the meantime I shall get out and walk the dog. 
Uh, no one else seems to be that bothered about joining me. So up to Oxy Woods again, just to give him a bit of opportunity to have a run round. He's doing over there. So that's Easter. Um, what else? What else is there to talk about? What other themes might arise? I can't. I can't. I can't guess yet what might come up in my head. You might think I'd start one of these episodes or even continue on, knowing what I might talk about. But no, not at all. Let's have a look at what's coming this week. Um, so obviously tomorrow is Easter Monday, and in fact, that's a nice reminder. Um, we are playing golf again. I say we, Dan and myself have booked another 18 holes, but the 18 hole par three course at the highest of the Wickhams. I think it's Wickham, actually called Wickham Heights. Wickham Heights Golf Centre. Um, and uh, again, just checking which direction I can go here. We can go this, he's that way, we're gonna go this way. Sick! Um, that's eight o'clock tomorrow morning, so that will be nice. I do believe the weather is not gonna be quite so warm tomorrow. Let me have a little check on that. So at the moment, I'm looking up and it is clear blue skies. Just heard someone on the radio saying, here in London, it's uh, cold and gray. Well, it's coolish, but I've got a t-shirt on, so it can't be that cold. And it's blue skies here. So let me have a little look at the weather for tomorrow. So yes, the forecast here is currently 10 degrees. Feels warmer than that, going up to maybe 14 degrees. So it's all sunshine, after no cloud today. Tomorrow it's going to feel a lot colder, down to 6 degrees. But it does saying it's, um, it's showing it's going to be at least in the morning dry. So it won't be so bad, it won't be so bad. Just get wrapped up, because it's going to be dry. So that's a bit of golf tomorrow morning. Um, that's one thing to happen this next week. Now officially Tuesday I have off work, I have leave. Um, which I think we've booked in, and then we've got other meetings booked in later in the week. I'm trying to think what else there is coming up. I think Wednesday's a few meetings, but again, nicely meetings that I want to have, if that makes sense. Meetings with people I would like to meet with, rather than meetings which I'm obliged to attend, which often is when you have a, a work meeting, you might go, oh, meetings, I don't want to be at, but no. Meetings with people that you might be able to do some kind of business with, whether that's in the context of the centre, uh, the centre of a positive psychology that is developing and in the process of being established formally at the university. I'm not quite sure what will be the thing that will make it formal because we're calling ourselves a centre. There's several of us that are, that are affiliated to it. In fact, quite a number of people that are affiliated, several members of staff plus students, doctoral researchers, it's to all intents and purposes, it exists. I guess once we start bringing some kind of money in, that would be really helpful. Um, but then also potentially people we can work with in the context of Smith, Collinson, Collinson, Smith, which will be a company. Well, the company's actually called Smith Collinson. I'm sure if you asked Dan, he'd call it Collinson Smith, but still, both and. Um, that's a company that he and I are going to establish with the wish of wanting to do various types of joint work together. Um, which to begin with is really focused around strengths-based work and strengths-based leadership, strengths-based coaching, that kind of thing. Now the only problem with this little bit of woods, I'm just changing the subject completely, 
is that it's surrounded by road on all sides and there isn't a fence. So you're going to get, don't get too near to the edge where the road is because then Ziggy will run off towards said road. So I'm just checking this bit of path here doesn't go too near the road. Um, so we'll have a meeting I think on Wednesday, back to switching back to the <laughs> Smith, Collinson, Collinson Smith and also centre type stuff. I'm not sure if that's going to go anywhere that zigs. Let's turn around this way. Um, and that will be with people who are there to support work on strengths. So yes, we're continuing our link with Strength Scope, that company, and wanting to develop that further and looking to get more people accredited as a practitioner, um, and also looking to work with another company, quite a separate company, that's called Strengths Profile. It's a very similar organisation. They have their own strengths assessment tool, which in many ways has advantages over the StrengthScope one. StrengthScope has the advantage of being BPS accredited. Strengths Profile isn't as it stands. Whether or not they're seeking it, I don't know. Um, but still, we value it as a um, particular assessment tool, and we, we do introduce it and talk to students about it quite say heavily what's the word quite we you know, quite a lot of emphasis on it and it's uh, in our early masters program as in the first module or so and we're looking at ways in which we can seek accredited you know you can get accredited pro what's the word accredited practitioner status for strengths profile which also dan and i would like to seek hence this conversation on wednesday so that's part of an option there um other bits and pieces nothing massively exciting to kind of uh, mull over for a podcast episode which makes me wonder why I'm doing this I suppose it just lets me see what kind of things might pop in my head when I'm just uh, mull stuff over let's see what else there is towards the end of the week in fact I shall have a little pause and look at a diary uh, let's go up this way Zig I shall have a little look seeing diary so diary is this way Today's Sunday, so yes, nothing in the diary. For, oh, there is something on Tuesday. Okay, that's not so bad. Uh, a couple of coaching sessions during the week. In fact, 7th and 8th, quite a few of those. Um, yep, Thursday. Okay, so actually what I focus is nothing on Wednesday, which I shall probably need to start publicising a little bit. So we've talked about, I say we've talked about, I believe I would have mentioned on here at some point, Centre for Positive Psychology live sessions, where live stands for live interactive virtual events. We had one this week just gone. Diane Herbert was presenting, she's one of our doctoral researchers, presenting on sort of leading a discussion around creativity and research, given that a focus of her own PhD research is on creativity in organisations. What does it mean to be creative in an organisation and how that works? Um, now this next, so those live sessions are every month. So our next one I think will be Wednesday the 28th of April. However, ahead of that, we're now starting doing some ad hoc, what we call jam sessions. J-A-M. Well, it wasn't quite clear what the jam might stand for. It was me in my head thinking, we've well, got a live session, a bit like a live 
music session. You could have a jam session, which is a bit less formal, a bit more opportunity to have a discussion. Which, if anything, probably the one we had this week with Diane was a bit like that. But we have one next week, we can call it jam session. And someone suggested jam could just simply stand for just another meeting, which I quite like. Uh, but there we have another PhD student, actually not one of our, well, someone who's on one of the master's students back in the day. In fact, I think she was on the same cohort as Diane. She then completed, went to, I think, another master's course, actually. I can't remember what that was in, maybe neuroscience, I don't know. But it's now doing PhD at the University of Buckingham, so the other university in Buckinghamshire. The University of Buckingham, which of course we often get confused with. And I'd like us to do, you know, the opportunity was to do more collaborative work there, I think. So interestingly, this particular person, who I shall call Karen, for that's her name, is doing her PhD at the um, University of Buckingham on, well, I shall have a bit more detail this week, what it is, but it's broadly around well-being and music particular playing of music, how much, how how playing music, a musical instrument, can have an impact on your well-being. So she did an experiment as part of a PhD, which she'd like to present some initial data from that, an opportunity to discuss it. So again, the idea being a jam session, it's an informal opportunity just to discuss ideas and get opinions and so on, which I think the sort of original ideas of seminars should be. There's some research seminars, but over the years they sometimes turn into somebody presenting, you know, giving a presentation which feels like a more formal presentation. But a jam session is an opportunity, so it's no big deal if it's a small number of people on there. Um, so there may well be, you know, a few people on the session, particularly if I don't publicise it much, but I will do a, a message on LinkedIn to note that's what we're planning this Wednesday. So this coming Wednesday will be an opportunity to discuss that particular piece of research. Um, so that's on Wednesday, so we shall see if how that... And again, it's about building this community for doctoral researchers and master students, but um, anybody interested in being linked with the centre, whether or not they're students of our own or students elsewhere, but Karen is one of our alumni, so... Very happy to support and, and interested in finding out what wonder what she's doing with her work, with her research. So that's on Wednesday. So Wednesday will be quite a nice, busyish day. Again, this has all been done online. Um, I think there's meant to be some announcements soon in terms of what might be happening with education after Easter. I'm imagining that maybe there might be a sort of a, a gradual move towards maybe face-to-face -face teaching which some of which is happening but I think on those courses where supposedly they can't do face-to-face -face teaching if I go quiet now I'm walking past four people so I might just go quiet for a moment as they walk past as he walks past them as well right. so I've got to figure out where I am here now so that's I think I'm further down, so I'm going to go up this way. <coughs> this is Ziggy trying to defend a little stick he's got. Doesn't usually bark so much. You're getting quite excited to have a little stick. Um, so that's going on Wednesday. So not much else really here. Nothing, nothing 
a bit dramatic, um, what's the word, focal point here, apart from a lazy Easter Sunday, walking out with Ziggy, carrying some fresh air, some exercise, we'll head back to have some Easter food, which for some reason I'm avoiding saying it's lamb. <laughs> Because it always feels bad about you know some guilt about eating lamb. Don't know, don't know why any more so than any other meat. Maybe because it's a young animal. Anywho, that's what we're having. Uh, so with that in mind, with that image in mind, I shall pause here, literally at the fork in the road, and stop here. And I suppose I should take the path less travelled, which from this direction is hard to tell. I think it's that one over there, but I'm, I think I can see where that one's going to go. So we're actually going down the more pa more travelled path. We're kind of going around in circles anyway here. There's not as much space to walk this side. I might try and get him across to the other side, actually, for a slightly longer walk. And if I have something interesting that pops into my head, I shall no doubt start recording again. But until that happens, I shall say bye-bye, have a lovely Easter, or whenever it is you're listening to this, and you'll hear me on the next episode of 49. Plus, bye.